Buckle up, it's the Insurance Dudes Podcast. Well, well, well. I mean, the, mm. the anticipation, the excitement, the buildup to season two continues. It does continue. I feel it. You feel it? D- do you feel <laughs> it, Mr. Do. Listener? If you feel it, go ahead and text us at 520-214-2219. Okay, hold on. <laughs> You're not texting, Mr. Well, Jason. You can't text and no, talk. <laughs> That's true. But it's speaking of texting, it, it would. We've done it, though. We have. Yeah. Well, all that aside, let's dive deep into Mr. Jason. Mr. Jason. Ooh, yes. What was Mr. Jason's first concert? It was the 1988 Michael Jackson Bad Tour. Oh, that's right. I knew that. Ew. November 8th, 1988. And how do I know that? That was my birthday. Oh, did your mother take so, you? Dude, so I think I was in fourth or fifth grade. My mom shows up to school, unbeknownst to me, and said, hey, you're going out of school. We're going to go see Michael Jackson. I was a big Michael Jackson fan. So I was like, ah! I was like shut, the people in the videos. Shut up. You know? She showed up at school. You had no idea. No idea. So then she shows up. She brings my favorite Marie Callender's uh, chocolate pie. And uh-huh. like we go to the, do you remember the Irvine Meadows Amphitheater? Yeah. Oh yeah, I saw Lollapalooza yeah, yeah. one outdoor. There. Do the best. So ooh, yeah, that is awesome. In the pit, that's awesome. It was pretty cool. Yeah. So we went there. We got the Marie calendars. Went there. Bought a shirt. It was the best night of my life. It was amazing. So that was the first concert. Even better than dinner after Ignite Agencies Ignite. Yeah. I'll be honest. (laughs) That was a good day. That was also a good day, but you know. Yeah. No. Okay. So take us. So take us from that, from Michael Jackson Bad on November eighth, yes, of Uh of nineteen eighty eight to to where Mr. Jason is now, and the and what what happened? What happened after high school? Buckle up. I have three hours of goodness for you. Okay. Okay. So, (laughs) (laughs) no, I was, I really was into music a lot at that age. And Uh I was always kind of a more artsy kid, horrible at sports, and just kind of didn't fit in that well. And and I wasn't very good at school at that time. I I hit this point. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, it's a yawner. (laughs) No, I'm not yawning. I'm just breathing. (laughs) So I, yeah, I went through school, horrible grade point average, but I was more into the art type thing. And I, right around high school, I started getting really into music and I, I definitely gravitated more to that. Wasn't so into sports. So I kind of, I was friends with everybody, but I, I gravitated more towards the music, which was kind of the, the weird kids. Right. So I was so bad at school. I convinced my mom to drop out of school if I could pass the high school proficiency test. So I studied really hard, passed that, and then jumped in a van and toured around the country with, and I told you about that, where like a week before, a week before this band was going out from tour, my first girlfriend dumped me and I said, that's it, I'm getting out of here. So at 17, I uh, met this band. Within one week, we had to be on the road to tour uh, Canada and the rest of the U.S. So I didn't even know these guys. So I called them up. I said, I can do this, blah, blah, blah. So showed up, learned the songs within a week, jumped in a van, went on tour, and that started that 
chapter of my life where I'll, I, all I wanted to do was tour and, and play in bands. And you describe uh, yourself as an introvert. I, I am. I'm an intro extrovert. So I uh-huh. am, but I tend to well, be you're on an Enneagram the intro. Eight. Enneagram 8. <laughs> That's right. So what so, was, I'd love to just, because I think this is an important foundation to everything you've done. What was that like, the thought process leading up to, hey, I'm going to, I, I want to join this band and uh, go on tour with you. How freaked out were you? I was pretty freaked out, but I was so pissed because that was my first girlfriend that I broke up with. And I said, <laughs> you know what? I was playing in bands at the time. And I said, I just, this is what I want to do. I said, that's it. I'm going to do it. Like I want to play in bands. That's my deal. So I oh, just, so the pain of that it. pushed you avoided that pain by going, by overcoming the other pain. Yeah. Hence a path, uh, uh, a pattern started from then on. <laughs> There but no, so so I just started doing that, and I really liked doing that. What did I do after that? So from there, got into music, eventually moved up to Hollywood, went to music school, tried to do music. Long story short, got into partying, blah, 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 like totally lost it, lost my focus. Towards my late 20s, or towards my early 20s, met the girl that I wanted to marry, and then towards the late 20s, wanted to get married, but I was lost. At that point, like all the bands that I used to tour with and everything, we hadn't made it. And it started becoming less and less just, I I just didn't have the drive to do it. I wanted to do music. That's all all I thought I'd ever do. And I just, I was like, all right, I I need to do something else. So I kind of hit this rock bottom too, right around that time where I didn't think I could get a job doing anything. My self-esteem at that point, because up to that point, I thought for sure 100% music for the rest of my life. Yeah. But it also wasn't the the lifestyle I wanted. Now I want to settle down and I don't know what to do. So I remember there, I spent a year basically in a robe on my couch. <laughs> I felt like I couldn't get a job anywhere. I felt like I couldn't do anything. I got massive anxiety. It was horrible. It was the worst spot I was ever in in life. And I had to dig my way out of it. First thing I did was got, got a job at a bar and I literally, so there's this really happening bar with this band called lit. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. They had a really cool bar out here in orange County called slide bar. And it was a hip music scene. All the, all the bands hung out there like the, yeah. you know, no doubt and lit and the offspring and all the orange County oh, wow. bands from that time. Yeah. They all hung out there and I was like, dude, this place is happening. Like I, I would love to work here. My friend's uh, wife worked there and I knew that I could make some money. So I came in, tried to bar back and I ended up having to call the guys. Like I think it was 18 times for this job. They hadn't hired anyone, but I kept on, kept on calling like that. That was the, the beginning of the sales thing, right? I just kept on pursuing these people and eventually got the job. And I was so stoked. But when I came in, the manager had quit that day or got fired that day. So I had to start as a busser. Oh. So I'm close to 30 at this point, and I'm a busser. I ended up just busting my butt so hard every single day that I would make as a busser over $100 a day in tips and kept working my way up in the bar. And through this time, I decided, you know what? I want kids, and I want to make some of myself. So I was working my way up in the bar, eventually became a bartender, started making some good money doing that there. It was one of the hottest bars in Orange County. Went back to school when my daughter was born for my business degree. 
And I said, man, if I can't figure out anything to do by the end of this, my wife's family all in the insurance industry, I said, that's it. I'm going to I'm gonna do insurance. If I can't figure, so I looked into every industry and everything while I was doing this, but I was also getting the chops. You know what I mean? I was like, I was trying so hard at work, whether it was a busser all the way up to bartender. And, and I was hustling so hard to be awesome at everything I did. I was getting straight A's in school for the first time ever. And was really trying at work and working my way up doing that. And that was an incredible lesson in working full-time plus going to school full-time, making great grades, topping the top bartender at the job that I had. At school, I graduated magna cum laude or whatever. All straight A's except one B when I graduated. When I did graduate, couldn't find anything else. I said, you know what? I'm going to do this. I'm going to get into this insurance industry. So I graduated and within three months, I bought an agency. So within that three months of graduating, I took all the tests to get all the insurance degrees or whatever, all the the licenses within that short period of time. bought this agency, got into the agency. The agency that I bought the agent hadn't been in the agency for over a year. So this agency had no walk-ins. The people here were not happy with the people that were running it before with that, in that year time. But they also, the, the clients wouldn't leave because they felt bad for the old agent and really horrible. His wife passed. So it was a really horrible situation. So the people that were helping out in the agency were kind of running it into the ground a little bit. And so I came in here and I was like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to hustle. I called everybody, try to do the cross-selling, try to do all the things that they tell you to do. Cross-sell, call up your your friends and family. Well, I I found out pretty quickly that nobody is that motivated <laughs> to buy insurance. No. Like we couldn't sell more than 15 items a month. And this was like a few of us trying to hustle. And this agency... I mean, it was files everywhere. There, there wasn't any, <laughs> Big no cabinets. online filing system. We had to switch over to that when we came in. And it was just crazy for that first year. And towards the end of that first year was the, for that first year, it was all, I like, I got to the point where I, I almost didn't even want to come into the agency because I was like, I, I just, I can't do this. This is not yeah. working. I'm, I'm spending 12 hours in the office a day. And it was just, it was such a struggle. And I, I said, I can't believe I spent the amount of money that a house costs on an agency. And I was literally making more at the bar that I worked at prior to that. And I came to this agency and I was working 12 hour days and I was like, you know what? I'm going to be making less. I spend as much as I could have bought a house for. Yeah. What am I doing? And I couldn't even get my mom to sign up. It took her eight months to sign up for her insurance with our agency because just people aren't that motivated and, to buy insurance. So towards the end of that first year was really when I realized our leaders, our, the, the people for the carriers told me that I couldn't bonus that year. So I, I was doing my best to sell, but I didn't think I could bonus. So towards the end of that first year, all of a sudden it was like, hey, you could possibly bonus, but you got to sell over a hundred item or a hundred policies. So that was when we kicked it into high gear. I knew some agents that were crushing it with some buying leads and I, I knew nothing about that. So I kind of followed their blueprint. We really put everything into it. And that was the journey from that point to really learn how to do that. And at the end of that year, we were able to sell over those 100 policies 
rank pretty high in the company that we sell for and we One got that best. bonus money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not that year. That was just, that was the the first year that we generated enough money to really get this thing going. And then that was uh, the second year was, was when we started refining processes, doing the whole, the process that we use today with Teledudes and yeah. yeah so then was able to get best in company, was able to constantly in the top for the last three years, been in the top 10%. So amazing. It's crazy that whole journey leading up to there, but it's just incredibly thankful at this point, especially coming out of where, where I was 12 or 13 years ago, where I felt like that rock bottom where I couldn't even, I mean, massive anxiety to, to now where it's uh, a compelling story, Mr. Jason. Well, thank you, Mr. Craig. That's the long one. That's the long one. Yeah. That's the, that's- I've heard most of the pieces, <laughs> and, and I'm glad that you shared everything. The only thing that you missed was the driver's license uh, picture, which is one of my favorite things. Oh, yeah. We can put it. <laughs> so if any of you are watching this, reach out to us on the Facebook group, and I will drop a picture of my old driver's license. It is phenomenal. Here. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like Charles Manson a little bit. so uh, thank you no that's incredible an incredible uh story incredible share and it shows you you could be in in a really tough spot and i was certainly there also and i think a lot of us have been in a tough spot and you can turn it around just have to put the right people the right processes and go all in yep yeah you you have to put everything that you have in it really try to excel because really it's those when you're trying to achieve anything, you're really like, it's almost like working out, right? You're putting in the yeah. reps every single day and you just get used to that. That's like a muscle that you do. You keep, you get used to that. And you can apply that to anything. Yeah. And I think that even this, yeah, that's, that's right. The, the old guitar. The old guitar. <laughs> so, well, thank you. That's awesome, man. And as we slide closer and closer towards the 300th and uh, season two, I think that's a great, another great, great one to put in the vault here. <laughs> thank you, Mr. Greg. Oh, thank Let's you, Mr. Jason. Bye, bye. Into another day. Another day. Okay. Bye. Yes. <laughs> to be continue. Hey, Jason. Yes, Mr. Craig. That was another awesome episode, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, if people want to get a little bit more action and, and learn how to do uh, write 100000 in premium off yes. of even the worst internet leads, where could they go? They can go to live.teledudes.com. Ooh, that sounds exciting. Are we going to be there? Yes. It's a weekly call that we're doing right now. That will It's live, and it will show you the process. The entire process is super awesome. I love it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Sign up right now. Live.teledudes.com. Live.teledudes.com. That's live.teledudes.com. Hey, Craig, there's a new community that we are starting that I cannot wait to tell everybody about. It is our live texting community where you and I are going to answer people's questions and give them free content right are you kidding me we get to talk to them yeah 
which is awesome, but they have to opt in. They have to text us at 520-214-2219. That's 520-214-2219. Nice. I'm Craig, are you going to respond to these texts? I'm going to respond to them for sure. Live. I'm into it, too. It's going to well, be awesome. And it's, a, it's going to be our new texting community where we're going to get back to everybody that we can and drop some crazy content, free content, and free um, the calculator that you just came up with. Mm. That's right. The calling calculator. Sales material. I mean, everything for insurance agents, this is it. It's the best texting community out there for insurance agents. Well, what the heck is that number again? I can't remember it. It's 520-214-2219. That's 520-214-2219. I love it. I'm going to text it right now. 520-214-2219. All right. I'll see you later, Mr. Jason. Bye, Mr. Craig. Wait, do they even listen to this on the radio anymore? (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Nice. Uh, All right.